Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. Digital transformations and ERP implementations often fail, but it's not always your software vendor's fault. Sometimes it's the organization itself that contributes to failure. What are those things that organizations do to contribute to their own failures? That's what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And if you're a regular on my YouTube channel, you may have seen a recent video I posted where I talk about the things that software vendors do to contribute to digital transformation and ERP implementation failure. Now, in this video, I talk about the things that software vendors don't do intentionally. They're unintentional things for the most part, but they're things that do contribute to failure. You can find that video right here, and I think it's a good supplement to this video that I'm going to talk about here today. But instead of focusing on the vendor today, what I want to do is talk about customers themselves, organizations that are going through their own digital transformations, and what are the things that they do wrong, unintentionally, to contribute to their own failure. Now, for more lessons on how to make your digital transformation more successful, I encourage you to read my new book called The Final Countdown. It's a book that covers digital strategies and how to define a strategy and roadmap that's aligned with your needs and with your organization. You can learn more about that book and buy it by scanning the QR code in front of you or going to thefinalcountdown.com. The first thing that organizations and their own internal projects teams do to contribute to their own digital transformation failures is that they don't have enough resources committed to the project. And more specifically, they don't have the qualified necessary resources assigned to the project. And what this does is it creates a learned helplessness. When you don't have enough internal support and involvement in the project, what you end up doing is relying too much on outside third parties to make your transformation successful. And as we'll talk about here later in this video, when you do that, when you outsource to software vendors, it creates a lot of other problems downstream. So in order to make your project successful, you need to make sure that you have the right level of resource commitment. And if for some reason you find that you don't have the right level of resource commitment, you have a couple options to mitigate that risk. One would be to slow down the project and just acknowledge that you don't have the right amount of resources and that you're gonna go to a slower burn rate and it might take you longer to go through your transformation, but at least you have a right-sized level of resource allocation for that duration of project. The other more extreme option you could pursue, which a lot of software vendors won't tell you, is that you could just delay your digital transformation or you could narrow the scope of your digital transformation so it's right size to fit the level of resources that you can commit to the project. So whatever it is you do, you just wanna make sure that you understand that if you don't allocate the right resources and the right capacity and the right skill set to the project from your own internal team, then the project is very likely to fail. The next thing that organizations often do to contribute to their own failure is that they have a lack of internal executive support and alignment. What I mean by that is that the executives themselves aren't fully committed to the project. Sure, they may have signed the check and agreed to the project and they might be getting a few status updates along the way. That's all great and good. But what's more important is that they roll up their sleeves and really take an active role in making key decisions that affect the digital transformation. In addition to not necessarily having the level of commitment and focus on the project from executives, another challenge that's somewhat similar is that internal alignment or misalignment 
gets in the way of the project and it creates some headwinds for the digital transformation team. What I mean by this is if you have an executive team and other stakeholders within your organization that are not on the same page with where you're going as an organization and how this digital transformation affects and supports that longer term strategy, the project is doomed from the beginning. You need to make sure you're on the same page and you have the same vision and direction of where you're going as an organization. And there's a lot of different change management tools I talk about throughout my YouTube channel that cover some of the ways that you can get internal alignment from your executive team. And for more lessons around change management and some change management tactics and strategies you can use to get that alignment, I encourage you to check out this playlist right here for my YouTube channel that dives into organizational change management topics that might help you along these lines. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. Another thing that project teams often do, largely because of some of the resource constraints that I talked about a moment ago, is that they'll outsource their project to a fault to outside third parties and software vendors. In other words, they don't have the right internal resources and capabilities, so they become overly dependent on some outside third party to help them make the project more successful. Now, there is a balancing act here. You do need outside support to make your project successful. After all, you probably don't go through digital transformations every day like some others do that are experts in the field. So you do need that expertise, but you only need a certain amount of expertise. You need it in moderation. You don't want too much of that expertise. You want to take ownership of the project and make sure that you're making key decisions based on knowledge and skill sets and capabilities that come from your team and can only come from your team. An outside consultant, no matter how good they are, is not going to know your business the way you know it. They're not going to know your strategy and direction and objectives the way you know it. So you need those internal people to be involved, to provide that knowledge, as well as to help make key decisions that are going to affect your business for years to come. So one variable you can control in whether or not you succeed or fail in your project is making sure that you don't outsource too much of your project to any outside third party. Another really common contributing factor to failure that is caused by organizations themselves, not their software vendors, is the fact that they don't have a clear vision of what they want out of their digital transformation. In other words, they know they want to erase technical debt, they want to upgrade their technologies, they want to ease some of the pain, they want to provide more scalability to their organization, but they don't have a clear sense of how they're going to do it. How are they going to use technology? How are they going to change their processes? What do they want their processes to be? What do they want the organization to look like? And in summary, what do they want to be when they grow up? Those are some of the questions that you need to answer to make sure that you avoid this common pitfall. And once you have answers to these questions, that should become the foundation of the blueprint for how you're going to deploy technology and process changes and organizational changes throughout the project. Without that blueprint, the project's going to take a lot longer than you think. It's going to cost a lot more and it's going to deliver a lot less business value than you expect. 
Now, if we back up even further in a project and look at things that happen really early on that can contribute to failure, one is a flawed procurement process. In other words, you get an overzealous procurement department that is out to find the best deal and to really beat up the outside vendors to get the best deal possible for the organization, which is their job, to be fair. That is what procurement's job is, and that's what a lot of organizations try to do. But what happens along the way is because they don't know what the unintended consequences are, some of those negotiation tactics, they end up creating problems that are greater than the problems they've solved by getting a great deal or whatever the negotiation tactic was. I'll give you a quick example. A lot of times bigger organizations find the need or they feel like they're getting a great deal if they can get some sort of fixed bid from their software vendors. And this sounds great in theory. On paper, it sounds like something that's going to mitigate your risk. It's going to control your costs. It's going to make it a lot more predictable. But what it does is it actually creates a competing and a conflicting priority between software vendor and your needs. And the reason for that is because now your software vendor who has a cap on how much this project can cost is focused on trying to maximize the margin of their project, which means they can maximize the margin on the project by cutting resources or providing cheaper resources on the project, which is probably not aligned with your objectives, which is to deliver business value, improve your business. And yes, you want to control costs, but you want to do so within reason. You don't want to control your costs so much that you're giving up a lot of business value and creating more risk downstream. Now, a last thing that I'll mention here today that organizations do to contribute to their own failure is that they start the project with unrealistic expectations. And if you go watch my video where I talk about what vendors do to contribute to digital transformation failure, you'll hear the same point in that video too. But the reason it's important to point out for customers and the organizations themselves is that even though the software vendors may be giving you inputs that are unrealistic or giving you an overly optimistic proposal that's unrealistic, it's up to you the buying customer, the customer that has to live with whatever outcome comes out of this digital transformation, it's up to you to make sure that you've added a dose of reality and created realistic expectations, not only for how long a project's going to take or how much it's going to cost, but what business value you're going to get, what the impact of the organization is. Those are all things that you need to objectively define and understand before you get too far into the project so that you're all on the same page and that you don't have misalignments along the way. So if this has provided you some guidance on the things that an internal organization might be doing to contribute to their own failure. Again, I encourage you to check out my complimentary video that covers the other side of this equation, which is what do the software vendors do to contribute to failure? You can find that video right here on my YouTube channel. And in that video, I dive into the things that are specific to software vendors that they unintentionally do to contribute to failure. So if you found this information useful, and hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.